Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, don't give up. There is a light at the end of the tunnel for you too. Today, I'm very pleased to be with Liane Bourgeois. Lian is the author of Intuition to Fruition, From My Inside to My Outside. Just published a book and Lian, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I'm very pleased. Now tell me a little bit about how did you get to publish a book and what's it about? Well, if we go way back to second grade, I remember when I was in my, Mrs. Long was my teacher and She had us always doing creative writing. And I remember way back then, I said I wanted to be an author someday. Now, I never imagined, if you fast forward to now, that that would actually happen. And when I was going through my separation from my marriage, I started writing as soon as my ex-wife had left. And I wrote for an entire year. And then after that year was up, At some point along the way, I decided I'm going to finish that. And I wrote, because I wanted to finish the ending. I wasn't really satisfied with the ending. And then I met someone through karaoke who had published with a company that I published my book with. And he had suggested that I send an excerpt to them. So he connected me with them. I sent an excerpt and they said, well, you'd like to publish your book. Unfortunately, at the time, it was just too expensive for me to, to work with. Uh, you know, yeah. there is a misconception about publishing. A lot of people think that you don't have to pay anything. And if, you know, it's because I think they watched a lot of movies in the old mm -hmm. ways. Yes, you did find a publishing company. And then after I had sent that in, what ended up happening is in December of this past year, I decided based on the promotion that they had for the book, that I I could afford it. You know, I found a way to get the money. My parents helped me. And I decided to start the process. Unfortunately, at that time, I had a concussion. <laughs> so it kind of just took a process and a half. But in a way, it was a blessing because in the fall, I was at NSCC's music arts program. And Because I had that concussion, it took me out of school. I had to take a medical withdrawal because it was too severe. I sustained a, an edema in my left eye. And oh, wow. I was Did you have an accident or what happened? A soccer ball to the face. Oh, wow. And it was a pretty hard shot. Mm -hmm. And it took a while to recover. You know, I had to do the eye drops and yeah. I had to do a certain amount of things with the eye. And then I, my head felt like it was in a vice. And, and then... 
my my ears were so sensitive to noise. I had light sensitivity issues. It was like everything. And then my emotions were all over the map because a concussion, what people don't understand, I think, is it's traumatic brain injury. It's actually That's TBI. Right. It's a form of that. And when you go through all those emotional changes, it's like, I almost look at it as a well-being fract. It's exactly what happened to my brain. It felt like my brain, these seams were opening. I've done so much work previously with my health and, and everything to get me where I was. And it felt like there were still some seams that were seized yeah. and needed to be released. So in a way, this concussion has been a blessing. Now, let's go a little bit back when you started to write that book. Yes. Uh, when did you start to write it and why? What's the purpose of the book and uh, what is in it? Well, initially, mm -hmm. I didn't think about publishing it at the time. Mm -hmm. I just knew I needed to write. When was that? What, in what situation was 2015, it? as soon as my ex-wife left mm -hmm. the house, mm -hmm. I started writing. So that probably was a traumatic event emotionally for you because a separation and divorce, whether you are uh, in the LGBT plus or whatever it's called, spectrum or not, is always very traumatic. Yes. And I just couldn't stop writing. Mm -hmm. So every day, whatever was going on, whatever emotions came up, I just continued writing and mm -hmm. writing and writing. And I just, it became a labor of love. I couldn't stop. Now, at that time, I wasn't thinking about publishing. I was mm -hmm. just thinking of journaling and charting my experience and working through the grief because it was extremely difficult, especially as pertaining to my children. Mm -hmm. And that part is in my book as well and and the only reason i bring it up is because of the situation and choices i had to make to protect them as well as protect myself wow and how old are your children they're five years old oh my god yes. twins yeah oh my god Fraternal, that must be boy very and girl. hard yeah yeah extremely and but i believe i made the right choice at the time based on the circumstances that were presented mm -hmm. and you know when i think back I made the decision that most people probably never will, and some would never survive based on the decision I had to make. You know, some people commit suicide based on these circumstances because of what yeah. I was faced. Yeah. But I learned this step way, way back from my parents. I remember they were traveling to Europe, and they had said, you know, if we go over here and something should happen, don't stop on our account. Always keep going. And I think whatever I've been through, everything I've been through, as traumatic as it's been and as painful as it's been, there was always that pulse underneath that saying, keep going no matter what. Don't stop. This is not the ending of your life. This is only a, a stepping stone. There is more to it. Yeah, that is amazing. And that is, is that what you call your intuition? Yes. And even more so since the concussion, I feel like I've been on this amazing spiritual quest. I have more faith. I have more love for myself, more confidence for myself. And I'm still striving. I'm still fighting, you know, against some resistance. My mm -hmm. ego mind can be extremely strong. And I'm working through that. You know, I, I read a book along the way to The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And he he drowns that out, you know. He... Yeah, it's a very interesting book. <laughs> yes. I, I, I don't agree with him 100% because you can't just live in the now. You have to make some plans and to, to be able to, to actually live. 
Yes, I agree. There are some bumps that are going to happen. You know, there's no perfection in life. No. You know, one thing I, I learned this early on, too, through soccer and such, and I remember coaches had said, you know, even when you reach a certain level, that level still grows. So even yes. when you try to get to 100%, every time you get close enough, it it goes up higher to go to another level that you still have to strive towards it. So you never really reach perfection and no. that's okay yes there's no 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 person uh human being at all is perfect and will never be and there's always another level to go to and i love that yes you're all on a path of growth and discovery most of us some are stuck hopelessly and are not interested but <laughs> those yeah. of us who, who listen to podcasts like ours and radio shows i think they are on a road of self-discovery most people are in some way yes and i think with fibromyalgia living with that because that's another piece to all this mm. these puzzles with chronic pain is this concept you know when when the pain is driving you you know, mad in a sense, it, it hurts so much and you don't know how to cope with it. You don't know how to take it away. You have to remind yourself to pace. Yeah. A big part, I think, with many who deal with pain is they succumb to the pain and they think, well, if I do more activity, I'm going to be in more pain because mm -hmm. our mind basically says you're in pain. Stop. Mm -hmm. But in reality, if you pace and you work through it, you can actually increase your baseline. So you're less likely to reach your flare-up line. Too yeah. many people, they have a good day and then they overdo it and then they reach that flare-up line faster. But if you learn to pace, you can actually lift your baseline and your flare-up line goes further and further away from it. Yeah. And you can actually live a much more rewarding life. And I hear you and I completely agree with that. If, there, if you have pain that you can't help and can't make go away, that is a way to really constructively deal with it. And you might not know it, but in my opinion, fibromyalgia is just a label. And when you get to the root causes, it's healable. So it's it's addressable and it's it goes away. The chronic pain is not your fate. I myself, I was suffering from chronic back pain for 10 years, very debilitating with the right therapy, supplements, chiropractor, massage therapy, and uh, exercises, I'm pain-free and don't have to take any medications anymore. Awesome. And I always say it is possible. And the same for mental health. It is just a label. I don't believe in those diagnoses. They are just labels. They slap on us to be able to select the suitable pills. Yeah, it's like natural selection. It's like they're picking what is really what they think is the norm or what is normal. But in reality, but in reality, you know, mental health is actually more, you know, as as a whole for all over across people. Many people deal with mental health, but too many, unfortunately, feel persecuted to admit it. They don't want to talk about what's going on from ear to ear. Yes. They don't want to reveal their challenges because they're afraid that someone's going to judge them or someone's not going to hear them. Wow, Leanne, that is really amazing. And I'm so glad that you're sharing your story. And I find the same with my own mental health history. I hesitated for a long while to share my story because of the stigma attached. 
And this brings us to the end of the first half of today's broadcast here on 97.5 CIO EFM Community Radio. Please tune in after the commercial break for more with Leanne Bourgeois. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIO EFM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today I'm talking with Leanne Bourgeois about her story and the book she wrote about it, which is called Intuition to Fruition, From My Inside to My Outside. Now, Leanne, tell us a little bit about how did you get the title and what really is it about? Well, the title itself, Intuition, is really more so about the insight I've learned along the way. So that's where I, I came up and I saw that word somewhere and I'm like, that would be really neat as a starting point. Mm -hmm. And then I read something somewhere along the way that talked about fruition And fruition is actually about creativity. And it's hysterical sometimes when people try to say that word because they'll say like fruition, which is really <laughs> funny. So it's actually fruition. And so I came up with the title, I'm like intuition to fruition. And Sounds good. that from my inside to my outside was more just kind of to clarify what that means from my inside, meaning the internal mechanisms, the internal thought. And from my outside is what is coming out of my mouth or coming out in this particular case, my words in my book. That is wonderful. So you really mean that you express yourself from your intuition, from your inner thoughts to creativity and self-expression. Do I get that right? Yes, you did. Cool. Yes. When I, when I published this and when I had thought about writing this book, I had thought about, you know, what, what ways I could help people with mental health that, you know, maybe facing the ledge or they may be waiting for appointments or maybe they're going to appointments, but they don't know if they like it or if they're getting something from it, or maybe they're not getting the right treatment. There's so many different stages of mental health. And so many people I think are in the dark of the actual truths. because a lot of times people will say, go get help. And then they'll just turn away. Mm -hmm. And they, and I feel like what we need to do a better job is, is following up, follow up with that person. Did they go Yes. If they haven't go, is it because there's a barrier of maybe just it going? Because in reality, what people need to realize is you're brave when you go. Yes. And you're brave to return. It takes a lot of courage to ask for help. Can't agree more. And I know it out my own experience because it took all that I had to ask for help when I needed it. Especially as a trained doctor, you are used to helping others and not being helped yourself. So that's something that's totally unacceptable, really. A doctor doesn't need help, he helps others. So then to ask for help is very, very hard. Exactly. And with my book, I talk about some of the insights from the way that I 
handled situations, the thoughts I had during those situations. So I go through all the stages of grieving all the way and I return to love. Yeah. And for those who didn't uh, get the first part, uh, you were basically left by your ex-wife. Yes, my ex-wife. And it brought into a journey of introspection with my past history, with sexual assault, with abuse, with trauma. And I think, you know, recently, you know, as part of like the Me Too movement and bullying, you know, there's been a lot of talk of people like, why do people wait so long to reveal? Well, mm -hmm. I can tell you, I didn't know what I experienced was assault until I understood what assault actually meant. And there's yeah. still many women who even judge each other when it comes to sexual assault. They think sexual assault means rape. No, not true. Sexual assault is any form of inappropriate touching that you say no to. Right. That is sexual assault. Right. So even if you are married and your partner says, I won't have sex with you and you allow it or you say no and he said, oh, come on, that's a little bit towards that ledge. That's exactly correct. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, you know, I, m the important piece I want people to take from my book is not necessarily the situations I faced. I want them to take away from facing themselves in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Face yourself. Because when you find yourself and you love yourself, you can love other people. But if you try to love others before you love yourself, you will lose yourself. Right. And from a Christian background, I find it always very interesting that they quote the Bible and say, uh, love God and love yourself. No, it says uh, love others. It's not love others. It's love God and love yourself as others. Love others as yourself. So as you said, first is yourself, then is the others. That's right. And a big part of that, too, is know thyself. Mm -hmm. And the only way you can truly know yourself is if you give yourself a chance. Be your own best friend. Have your own back. Love you, and you can love others and give back to this world that so desperately needs it. Yeah, you can truly love others, I should say, because many people think they love others, but when you talk to them about their self-talk. They reveal how mean they are to themselves. Yeah. And I always ask my clients, would you talk like that to your best friend? No. So why are you not your own best friend? Hmm. That's what you mean, and I appreciate it very much. It's a very important point. Yes, very important. And, you know, I was scared to publish this because I, I knew it was revealing... Now, I have been transparent. Some people know my story, but some people didn't. At the same time, I had to keep myself disciplined and focused on the fact of who my demographic I was reaching. Mm -hmm. It's those people that are silent, who are afraid to come out, who are afraid to talk and reveal what they face. And maybe by revealing my story and what I have gone through, that will help them reveal theirs and move forward in their life rather than ending life way too soon. I couldn't agree more. And it's especially tragic when it affects a young person or even a teenager or even any person. It is a tragedy when somebody feels the only way out is to take their own life. Yeah. I mean, it's not when you're terminally ill, that's different, or in, in, in pain that you can't relieve, and, and one doctor says to suicide, and I talked to, about that with Cheryl Nickerson not long ago. That is very important. But it is totally different when somebody 
has so much emotional pain that any physical pain that they may get, uh, go through trying to commit suicide is meaningless. Right. And I'm like my own personal censor because <laughs> I have fibromyalgia and every time I even try to bury anything that affects me, mm-hmm. you know, fibro can be affected by healthy stress, by negative stress, by any type of form. Even excitement can cause a stir in your body. And what I've learned is that you just have to be honest. You have to be real about it. And the more real I am, the less pain I feel. Mm -hmm. The more I hide or the more I bury, the more pain I feel. But it's through the fire. If you you give yourself a chance to walk through that hoop of fire and you actually taste it, you smell it, you feel it, you face it, the more you do that, the more rewarding your life will be. And it will Mm -hmm. actually create a longer life for you. I, I completely agree. And a much happier and more fulfilled life, full of passion and purpose. And that's what we all want in a way. And that's what you all can achieve. And I love, we, we both share the message of hope. There is hope for you. And when it comes to writing or whatever channel it is that you use, mm. use it. Yes. Because this life can end when we least expect it. We have no idea when our time is up. Mm-hmm. So why not make the most of it for wh- however long you're going to be here? Because so many have already lost their lives way too soon from other illnesses or whatnot, not just suicide, but it could be cancer or whatnot. And I tell you right now, they would trade your trade you to have that more time that yeah. they didn't get. So take advantage Take it as a blessing to survive, to live, because you were giving a reason for you're here. So follow your purpose. Do right. what you're meant to do. Discover your purpose. Follow your purpose. And there's lots of help out there. You can be a resource. Your book can be very helpful. I've looked into it. I, I will read it. I, I'm really curious now, and I recommend to everybody that listens to this, uh, get it. Where can, where can you get it? So you can get it on Amazon.ca. If there's any U.S. customers, you can get it at Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble. It's also on Chapters. Okay. And just online at this time, Mm -hmm. there's not an e-book, but you can get it in softbook. I really thought it was really important that people actually feel this book. Mm. Yeah, it it looks nice in softcover, and many people like to read old-fashioned books still. (laughs) Yes, and my and the cover actually is a painting of mine. Oh wow, you're a painter too. I know you do yes. music also. Yes, I sing and I play piano. I play harmonica, and I also have a dancing background. I've done musical theater. There you so, go. Yeah, I've done a lot of acting. I have a BA in theater from Dalhousie University. Yeah, and I'm and I'm from the U.S. originally, so I've kind of have a full circle here. Yes, that is wonderful and amazing. And I always find it so interesting that the most creative people often nowadays are labeled with some kind of mental illness. And we know that many famous painters like Van Gogh, he would nowadays be called bipolar. And many, many, many creative people like Nietzsche, he committed suicide because he was depressed. It was a famous author. And many famous authors and famous uh, musicians even are nowadays labeled with some kind of mental illness, which really 
needs the expression of creativity. So you're in good company. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Now, what's the title of your book again? Before we close, I don't want to uh, leave that out so you can actually uh, look it up. So it's Intuition to Fruition. And the subtitle is From My Inside to My Outside. So when you look it up, the easiest way is Intuition to Fruition, and that will come up. And the author is called Lien Bourgeois. Why, why don't you spell it for me? So my first name is L-E-A-N-N-E. -E, and my last name is B-O-U-R-G-E-O-I-S. And it's pronounced Bourgeois. Now that's wonderful. That's a French name. Yes. Very nice. And I, I'm so happy we shared that moment today. And you are certainly a very inspiring lady. And I'm extremely happy to have you today on the show. And I wish you all the best. And I really feel that you will go far as an author, as a musician, as an artist. And uh, authors are artists too. Thank you so kindly for allowing me to be a part of this experience and, you know, passing the message of wellness to others. And that's what we are all about. There is hope. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. And if you need help, please reach out. Don't go it alone. And this brings me to the end of today's show. Please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments or suggestions. Or if you'd like to contact Leanne or would like the link to buy her book and can't find it, my email here is christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, at communityradio.ca, or you can contact me through my website, docchristine.com. I'm always grateful for feedback. I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Jim Francis and Murray Stacy. Thank you. You might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run non-profit radio station. And we even have an art gallery and a performance hall. If you're local and you'd like to drop in, we are at 11 Glendale Avenue, Lower Sackville, Nova Scotia. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.